Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Today we have Dits back on the pod, but in my opinion, you're one of the most eligible bachelors right now in New York City, and you're one of the most chivalrous men that I know. Hey, it's good to be back, and thank you for the warm wishes and kind introduction. Today's episode is called Manlash. What is Manlash? We've been talking about this in our group chat for a month now. What is Manlash? I will not take credit for this term. This is uh, an NKP, Neil Kieran Patel creation uh basically it's a mix of just like man plus whiplash i think it's the idea that there are guys out there who are being treated poorly by women now obviously the reverse happens far more often and with terrible results that we have actually heard from friends recently but we're just going to focus on this aspect because there's there's this whole idea that women are just treated badly by men and everyone's a fuck boy and everyone's cheating or whatever there's another side to the coin, and this is this is Manlash, which is kind of like, I don't know when I when I saw the Barbie movie, which we talked about, it kind of reminded me a little about Manlash. You know, the Kens, you know, they they were, they were in the wrong, but there was also this like, hey, what about us? <laughs> and I have to agree, which is why we're having this podcast because I've seen the behavior of a lot of women, including me, me in the past, single me. There's just all these expectations of men, and most of them are unrealistic. And then as women, we just expect so much from men, and we don't want to bring anything to the table. I think another part of it is it's not that it's unrealistic. It's also like living in the past. Like if you had this idea of what you were looking for at 24, 25, and the crop of people out there, I think it's okay. But as you're entering your 30s, mid 30s, and almost 40, you can't have those same expectations because the the math and the calculus is just changed. And that's part of it. 
So what is the first topic? Because there's a lot of topics to cover. I kind of want to start with the idea of where have all the good guys gone, which is something that you and your female friends and my female friends have all talked about. And I think the answer, there's a few parts to this. The first is that they're taken, right? And everyone knows that. So they're either in a relationship, they're married, they're engaged. Maybe someone turned gay, like... (laughs) You know, uh, they're they're not available. Um, But there's another portion of men, myself included, for periods of time that we take ourselves off the market. And we would rather be alone. We'd rather enjoy our lives uh, than be in, you know, kind of an abusive or shitty situation where we're always just kind of stressed, you know, like, um, we, you know, and again, maybe there's some benefit to being a guy here. We don't really have the biological clock thing as much. We do have like screaming boomer parents, but, um, you know, we can enjoy it and say, you know, what? I'm gonna take the next three to five years off and just focus on my career. I'm going to focus on my health and come back at 40. And then, you know, you still, you can still date girls in their thirties when you're 40, you can do it at 35, you can do it at 38, you can do it at 42. Exactly. And I'm seeing this happened more and more with my male friends. And we've heard this with women. You know, you've heard of women saying, fuck men, I'm going to be celibate, aka me. I did that for five years. And then I came back into the market. But it's happening more often now with men, because even men now cannot find the right girl. Right. And I think also part of it is like, we go on our dates and women are also not marketing themselves very well, particularly these so-called like feminists. Like I'm very pro-women, women's movement, feminism. But feminism doesn't mean that you just shit on men all the time. And I think there's a lot of women out there in their dating profiles, on a date. They'll just talk shit about men. And the guy in the date's like, well, I'm a straight man. Like, why do I have to hear about straight men, straight white men, whatever, being terrible? then I don't want to see this person again. So like, that's... And you're not a terrible man. Like, you're like, you don't even know me. We've hung out for like 30 minutes. I'm, I'm hearing about how men are terrible on a date. And I'm just like, all right, if men are terrible, then go hang out with your female friends. That's fine. And the same girls will go on, go to brunch on Sunday, be like, oh, there's no man. There's this guy, blah, blah, blah. He didn't talk to me. I'm like, why would I talk to you again if you're talking shit about men all the time? You know? They're just coming into the conversation without even knowing you just with all these assumptions. And then I think they're actually missing out. Yeah. And again, I'm not hating on all women. I I think there's a lot of great women out there. Uh, I've dated so many of them, but then there's some I've dated where it's just like turned sour and turned me off for a bit. And then, you know, I think there's a lot of guys out there even more turned off than me. Like I see it just like, you know, there's a lot of Twitter and Reddit and YouTube people writing about like, this is why I don't date. Like I'm a man, I'm this, I'm that. And I don't date because I'd rather be alone than deal with this. And the guys, they can fire up a dating app. They can hook up with someone, whatever, situationship, one night stand, mini relationship fling. And they can like do that. Then they can live their lives, go on vacation, like work, see their friends. And they can be happy that way, you know? And we're also seeing now... Because of this, women are taking themselves out of the dating pool. Men, good men like you are taking themselves out of the dating pool. And now people just aren't dating, therefore not getting married. And it's actually the new pandemic. 
Yeah, it's it's I think they've called it like a dating epidem- epidemic. We I mean, we already have like the lack of kids epidemic. We have the you know, people getting married, getting together older, you know, not having the traditional, you know, house kids. That's our generation and it's kind of I don't know what's happening with Gen Z, but with millennials, we have a lot of people that are just turned off dating and just jaded probably is the right word. I think Gen Z is just sitting at home. They're not even leaving the house. They're not <laughs> dating anybody and they're on their phones. They're on the computer. They're not leaving their house. They're not meeting anybody. If anything, they probably have digital friends. So, yeah, I mean, that's a whole other problem. And yeah. luckily they have time to figure this all out. But a lot of us in the millennial sector, the geriatrics, like we're kind of on our last run of like trying to find a partner. Um, and I'm always here to support people, friends, male and female. But what I think is not okay is just this like negative idea that a certain demographic of people um, is just like terrible without even meeting them. Uh, and again, that's funny because I will quantify saying there are later, we're going to talk about subsets of people, whatever. But again, I'm not going to say all of a group of people is terrible, right? No, it's just millennials. For the most part, we've grown up with this idea that you need the white picket fence and you need to have the nuclear family where the man provides. And I'm guilty of this, you know, just setting expectations too high and expecting some guy to come in and save you and kind of be your dad in a weird way. And that's that's just not it. I mean, there is something to that because, right, you, you know, there's different types of relationships that girls will look to. They'd rather date a guy who's more like their dad than like their brother, right? Like you and I have like a very sibling relationship or a cousin relationship, and we would have never dated each other, right? Right. I, you know, and I just feel like a lot of people would rather have that guy that they're with be more in the dad role, I think. Yeah, but do you think a lot of our friends, for example, have, like, if you listen to the earlier podcasts, I cringe. That's why this podcast is called Currently <laughs> Cringing, where I basically want someone to buy me a life. and. Yeah. I learned the hard way. No one's doing that because I'm not a traditional girl. And I want to say, if you're not a traditional girl, you don't get traditional guys. I didn't make traditional choices. If that was the case, if I wanted someone to like take care of me and do all that, then maybe I should have started dating and gotten married in my early 20s. Maybe that would have happened. Yeah. So I think that's a great point. And it's like, again, what you're looking for in your early 20s is very different than what you're looking for now. And my big issue is that, you know, to reiterate, women expect more from guys than the reverse. That's what I've come to understand. And they have extremely high expectations for what is available. And they there's just a complete lack of realistic understanding. And we've seen this. I don't even use TikTok. And I've seen TikTok videos. I've seen reels about it. I've seen YouTube videos about it. And you have these guys sitting around throwing statistics out and girls are completely baffled. You know what I'm talking about, right? I do. This is where, uh, for example, I'm 5'9". I'm Indian, which is tall for an Indian guy, but short for like American or white, which is fine. Um, I'm not like there are true short kings who are 5'5", 5'6", 5'7". There's a stat that on Bumble or Hinge that 
if you're below like 5'10", you wouldn't appear on 80% of girls' filters. Do you remember the stat or something similar to that? Yeah, I do. And that is wild because I was one of those girls. I was putting 5'11 and up. Guess what, everyone? The husband's 5'9". <laughs> Yay, like me, medium king. <laughs> exactly. So like you're literally, uh, as a female, you're taking out such a huge portion of guys on something so silly and going back to this point like you know guys if they said that i am not going to date a girl above a certain weight they're called sexist they're called misogynistic and they said the everything about them is terrible if a girl's but if a girl says that if a girl says that they're not going to date someone above, below a certain height and look, I get it. There are girls who are 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, Fine. You want to date a guy a little more than you, that's okay. But there are these girls who are like 5 to 5'4", five, who will only date 6 and up. And I'm like, excuse me. You know, like, what if I said the same thing about a girl except about weight? That's like, that's not right. It's not right. It's wrong. And you'd be canceled. And the difference is it's actually worse because guess what? Anyone can lose weight. Not everyone can gain inches in height. So. <laughs> that is an example of man lash that NKP and I talk about. I would have to agree. And you have a whole friend group consisting of women mm -hmm. in the city. Not only do they want someone six foot tall, <laughs> they have these unrealistic <laughs> salary expectations. Should we go through like the, the traditional like, filters of a, of a girl in new york city and i'm not even gonna say what the girl looks like this is your standard girl who's at brunch on a saturday at drinks on a saturday on a friday night you know she wants six foot and up athletic muscular let's not you know maybe not a six-pack but flat stomach 250k plus a year kind family oriented oriented good humor a good lover not bald single okay Congratulations, you have just described less than 1% of men that are available. Exactly. And I was living in, with my parents for many years, and I'd go to the country club, which they're members of, and I would go, and I remember I was single. And finally, I asked this guy there, you know, this older guy, and he's like, you remind me of my daughter. We have been talking, you know, I was telling him I'm single, I'm 36, blah, blah, blah. And He's like, well, dear, what are you looking for? <laughs> and I said, I said, I want someone six foot Indian, likes to dance, not bald, oh my makes God. a million dollars, oh my not God. even 50K, a million dollars and has never been married and doesn't have kids. And, you know, he looked at me There's and he's like, like you know what, people. my dear, my dear, first of all, you're 36. Second of all. You want someone Indian that lives in America, that is six foot, likes to dance, isn't bald, older than you. That right there, you've already cut off more than half the population. And then you want someone educated, kind, makes a million dollars. He's like, there's five people in this world for yeah, you. And, like, and one of them is Sundar Pinchai. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, one of them is Sundar Pinchai. <laughs> And if you guys don't know who that is, Google it. And it's like it's so ridiculous because the list I gave you, I said that's approximately less than 1%. When you add in race and religion, which 
I actually am okay with those filters. You're into who you're into, your religion, if you're Jewish, whatever, your field gets even smaller. But if you're throwing in the filter of race, religion, you got to take other stuff out. This, this, oh, that's the other this thing. thing. I was is filtering so Hindu. The height thing, I, ladies who are listening, you take one thing away. The height filter is the stupidest filter out there on the dating apps. And you should only filter by like, maybe is the guy taller than me? That's it. And I just want to PSA and disclaimer because people listening to this are going to be like, what girl hurt you? Like, no one hurt you. No, this no. is just conversation we're Actually, having. I'm someone who's not even been affected by this. I've seen it and I just like, I just know like what's going on. The height thing has never been an issue. I just know that like, I've talked to girls and I'm just like, you guys are ridiculous with your expectations. And I'm one of, I've been one of those girls. I'm embarrassed because <laughs> I never would have met my husband. You're you're five eight, right? I'm five eight, and my husband's five nine. Per- per- this is the I perfect not- example. He's taller than you. That's it. He's tall on his money too. That that's the thing. <laughs> you got to make up. You got to make up for it in some way too, right? It's like I'm just saying. That list I gave out on national television. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I agree. And then, oh, we I came up with one more thing. Girls will just, they'll name all these things. One thing the, the dating app should have is hair. Because I think having hair versus bald, that's like 20 pounds of fat. I said that today. I said, if you took 20 pounds of fat off me, but took my hair away, I would take myself right now at my like, 15 pounds overweight with a big head of hair. Do you agree? I agree. (laughs) And I also think it's ridiculous because that's, these are not things (laughs) someone can control. I know. Like what if women started balding and there are women that are balding. No man is going to call it out and say, I'm not dating you. This is my point. Men are being punished for stuff out of their control on these apps or whatever by women and their filters. But if a man did anything remotely similar to a woman, especially the, the main one would be weight, they're canceled. And again, I'm not saying it's okay, but like, it's not fair that the women are allowed to do that, but the men are not. It's not fair. And we're just having a conversation. We are not Andrew Tate. I think that guy is disgusting. And so do you. Yeah, of course. We don't, we don't think that guy has any value, but there's a healthy way to talk about this Correct. and that's what we're trying to do we're trying to just open up the conversation where men can talk about how they feel as well and our friend hot neighbor julio said it the average dude does not have a six pack the average dude is not making even a 100k so you're out here just bashing all these dudes you're looking at the one percent but look in the mirror are you the one percent what do you bring to the table are you like look if you think you are top one percent disregard everything we said wait for your guy but i'm gonna be honest with you and this is not being mean i don't think the majority of people listening are top one percent because if you were go work for victoria's secret right (laughs) exactly and i had these same delusions so i'm talking to you as a woman who had all these unrealistic expectations. And then I had a real talk with friends, family, everyone. Is that what we're going to say? Not someone screaming at you over the phone? (laughs) Okay, we're going to say, 
it wasn't a talk. It was getting yelled at. <laughs> I had my friends. And if your friends care about you, they will yell at you and set the record straight. Like you're being delusional. No one owes you anything. What do you bring to the table? And maybe not lower your expectations, but how about align with reality? Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, that's right. And I think first, like I said before, it's about maybe looking at what was important before in your twenties when we're all stupid and superficial and in your thirties and like, what's important now? Like, for example, like, is it important that the person I date doesn't really go out all the time? It's like, well, in your twenties, that's very important in your thirties and forties. Who cares? No one goes out anymore. What matters is someone who's like stable, someone who's like, for me, it's like, I'm looking for someone. Yes. There has to be attraction, pretty face. That's it. I don't care at all about anything else but the face. Looks and wise. pretty for you. Pretty for me. Someone whose face I find attractive, don't care about the body. Just like someone normal, right? Average. And then are you kind? Are you mentally stable? Are you someone I can build a home with, a life? Do you want kids? Uh, even like the race, religion thing, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> that was me. I decided, you know, after getting yelled at, and after basically not finding anyone, just after failing because of my unrealistic expectations, I decided I just want someone who I'm physically attracted to, someone who has integrity, which I think covers a lot. And then for me, someone ambitious. I wanted someone, yeah. you know, who wanted to go somewhere in life with me. And, you know, I found it. But now this six foot and having a million dollar salary and all of that nonsense, what was I making? I, I think another important thing is there are a lot of girls that I talk to who are fans of the pod and you and Family Karma. And they're like, oh, Anisha, you know, she's so lucky that like she was able to finally get married. And I get actually really annoyed when I hear that. There's no luck. You've been behind the scenes and you've seen everything. When I met my now husband, Serge, he had nothing. Yeah. He didn't have anything. I didn't know what he was going to do or make or anything. We did not know where we were even going to live. And for those of you who think I'm lucky, 
I live in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, it's again, it's it's like uh, you saw the potential in someone. You saw his most important attributes, which are his kind heart, his um, hard work ethic, and he's a good looking guy. That's that. Those are kind of the things that are important to you, right? And I want to say before as well, one of my criteria was I'm only going to date someone in New York City. <laughs> that didn't happen. That didn't work either. Well, Guess what? That's because you both lied. <laughs> well, yeah, we both lied on the app. But for the most part, most of the men in New York City, in my experience, are not interested in settling down. A lot of them, like our friend NKP, they're eligible bachelors, but they have I'm going to say it. He's not going to like it. They have Peter Pan syndrome. <laughs> yeah, they'll be in the West Village till they're 45. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's a choice they're making. Good for them. But I think a lot of guys in the city, they're just not ready to give up that city life. Understandably so, because look at all the women trying to date them. Yep. And I think there's that statistic that like 90% of women go for like 10% of guys or something like that. Yeah. So that's another... Everyone wants to date like the 1%, you know? Everyone wants to date a Chad or Brad or whatever. Whatever that is. Chad or a Brad. Yeah. It's like, great. You know, if you want to be one of six, that sounds lovely. You know, you'll you'll have the arm candy, but he has a different person on his arm every day of the week. You might be Wednesday girl, but that's not... It's not going to help your long-term goals, you know? You need someone who wants to build a life. I had to make a lot of changes to attract my husband and read the room <laughs> basically you know no one no one wanted a date yeah and i think it, no one i liked wanted to date me well, the other thing is that you want to talk about the filters one way the other way that guys will filter would be age right and that's this another reality is that you're just often yeah. not in people you know you think about it when you're 30 you get to date guys who are like 29, 28, 30. And it's like, as you get a little bit older as a girl, the guys will just like keep lowering or they won't go up as much as you are. So when women are thinking about this height thing, they should remember that guys are doing the exact same thing with, with age. And again, at least there's some biology or whatever around it. Like this height thing is so dumb. <laughs> but also, and you're, because none of us are speaking when we say these things about the height and the age, mm. I'm speaking about the age from my experience, but the chances of you finding an open-minded guy who doesn't, in my case, give a fuck that you froze your eggs on TV and did all this stuff on TV, it's slim to none. It just is. And so for the rest of the people listening who didn't put everything on blast on television, you know, figure out realistically if you do want to be with someone okay what are your non-negotiables what are what are some really important things that you look for in a person that would ultimately make you happy because you could be with someone let's say wealthy and they could be homeless tomorrow you just never know what's going to happen in life so you might as well pick someone for the right reasons Right. And it's like, I think the idea of uh, being with someone who has potential, earning potential, right, versus someone who just has a bunch of money. And then, like, so that's your example. The other one would be like someone who's, you know, you know, let's say going out, having sex, whatever that, all that stuff's important to you. 
But like down the road, like 10, 20 years from now, what's most important is someone who's a good father, for example, right? If you want kids, you have to look at someone and say, is this guy going to be a good father? That's way more important than is someone going to be like this guy at the bar every Friday night with me, with my friends, whatever. Like the friends are, the friends are going to be fine, but like they're also starting their own families, right? They found their partner they're going to settle down with. So you need to find your, someone that'll settle down with you. And that involves our favorite C word, compromise. <laughs> and in the earlier pods, you'll hear me say compromise very carefully because I do think you can only compromise so much, mm -hmm. right? Like find someone you don't have to change because we're not in the business of changing people. People who are who they are. For example, we have a good friend who was with someone that made a lot of money. That person did not spend a dime on her. Right. So you could be with someone who has money and then they're cheap as fuck. So it's like, by the way, that's okay. It just means you're not compatible. If you're someone that likes to be spoiled and spent yeah. on, then you can't date someone who makes money that won't spend on you just because you'll just, it'll cause issues and fights. And in this particular instance, it did. Yeah. You, you can be with someone cheap, but just with a lot of money, but just know they're not going to spend it on you and be okay with that. Yeah. And you shouldn't expect anything from anyone to begin with. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think, um, you know, back to this idea of, you know, manlash. Do we, do we want to share the story that we were talking about today in the group chat? I do want to share this story. And our good female friend was invited on a trip with a male friend. Now, right off the bat, for me, if you're going on a trip with a male friend and you're strictly, strictly dickly friends, you're not sharing a room, but they are sharing a room. <laughs> this is in Europe and it's for like two weeks. This isn't like a weekend. <laughs> yeah, this is for two weeks. I didn't want to give too much away, but this is for two weeks. <laughs> in Europe. And we've asked two men in our lives who, a hot neighbor Julio, who walked me down the altar because I listened to him and he gave me great advice and led me to the altar. And then we asked Serge, my husband, two guys, what would you expect from the girl on this trip. And both of them said they would have no expectations from the girl. Then we asked another set of guys <laughs> in our group. And they said, fuck that. If she doesn't put out, we're not going on the trip. The putting out is an expectation. Now, what are your thoughts? I, I think that if, again, just the backstory is that this is someone that they were friends for 10 years. There's a previous makeout that's happened, but nothing since then. I think more has happened. Right. But this is what we know. And they, you know, I think she isn't sure if she's attracted to him, but objectively he is attractive. He's 6'2", and, you know, all the other stuff we talked about. So on paper, great. And I've met him. He's a great guy. Um, I think that the real question is, is he expecting it? Like, is he... Again, they're also sharing a room and like, is it one bed? Is it two beds? Because like, if I'm booking the room, I would probably just book the one bed just so it's like, that way there's like, it's like, oh, I guess there's only one bed. I guess we're sharing it. And then, you know, 
and then you have a couple drinks and see what happens, you know, maybe a make out, I don't know, a cuddle. And then we brought in another <laughs> friend into this chat. By the way, this chat now has like 10 people in it, but we brought in our other female friend and she said she has been kicked out of rooms from trips. She was invited to by men because she didn't put out. Now, I'm going to say you don't need to put out on this trip. And if the guy has any expectations, that's on him. That's his problem. We also had two different factions today that both switched places in what they were feeling, which was wild. I've never seen like like Hot Neighbor Julio was one way, then he switched. He's like, oh, wait, like it's 10 days. Oh, like I changed my mind now. And then the other one was like, he got there was just new information every 10 minutes. And it was wild. <laughs> what do you think? I don't think anyone should expect no one sex. owes anyone anything Ever. first of all whether you're married or anything i think there's also but there are expectations right it's like if you're married there's an expectation if you live together there's an expectation if you're traveling together there's just i think there's an expectation where like things could go down i'm just saying like you know no one's forcing themselves but it's like if you're sharing a room stuff happens there's going to be alcohol it's two weeks vacation in europe things are going to get interesting i do think things can go down and things will be interesting but i don't think the girl needs to do anything i don't well, think she has to bump. you know my view if you're sharing a room there's only one bathroom there's only one shower and you know me i love to, i'm all about the environment i think y'all should both take a shower together save the planet and see what happens save the planet i i'm interested to see what happens on this trip now <laughs> plot twist our friend doesn't really care to bone the plot twist is that this is uh an indian guy an indian girl friends who are going on vacation and fine there's a set of rules she's like you know no sex nothing's on the table but you mentioned there was a white guy you know who you were going to set up with her and he's pretty well to do we won't say anything more and she's like oh i would definitely hook up with him on the first date and that caused a problem in the group chat today yes because the group chat is mainly indian well this men <laughs> and we have our one white friend julio hot neighbor julio and there was a problem because it's like okay why would you bone the white dude and not bone the brown dude and this is another part of Banlash where particularly NKP and I believe that brown girls have way higher expectations and rules for brown guys than they do for non-brown guys. Oh, but I've, I've admitted right. that. I've admitted that right. on the But this is just and another example. And this is something that makes him really upset. And it's like his whole thing about, you know, you know, Indian girls like, oh, I wouldn't hook up with this guy for like 20 dates. Okay. But then they'll hook up with a guy... <laughs> like like a chad you know at the bar like the spaniard on the first night which is like okay why the two different rules you know and that's his thing that really pisses him off and i agree but would you say a lot of brown dudes have the same expectations with us it works the other way around no. too <laughs> i don't I, I go out with brown and white girls and i literally just go out with both of them and i all i you bone all of them. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I do or don't do, but let's just I let's just say that the white girls are a lot nicer to me, even the ones that'll ghost me. 
Really? Yeah. Because at least when I get my heart broken by them, we've hooked up. Whereas brown girls, a lot of times I'll date them for like three, four months and like nothing happens, you know? <laughs> so what's, what is the outcome of this pod episode? I think everyone, everyone needs to reset their expectations, uh, both men and women. But I think right now there's, I think it's more on the women because guys, I do think have made some concessions. I myself personally have. And at least the things that I look at are not superficial. Um, and same with my guy friends. It's like NKP claims. He's like, oh, all I care about is a good vibe and this and that. You know, things like um, the height we mentioned and like even other ones like education. Like who cares where someone went to undergrad? Like, and I've seen that on both sides, by the way, boys and girls. that are. Looking yeah, out. I used to want to date someone who went to an Ivy League school. Where you went to college is one of the most irrelevant things, in my opinion, especially once you're in your 30s. Like, think about when you're looking at candidates for jobs or applying for a job. It's like, especially now that, like, people will get masters or whatever. We've been in the workforce for, like, almost 20 years now, right? So why would an undergrad matter? Just, like, you got a degree. Congratulations. Who cares? <laughs> I'm going to say, though, in support of the women, most men are not you. They're That's not my point. husband. They're not NPP. Most men are Agreed. trash. But there, I think my whole point at the beginning is that there's a subsection of guys who are out there who are not trash. And it, it was the idea of the hunt for the nice guy, the good guy, the quality guy. Those guys are out there, but they've just quit. They just don't care anymore. And they're not really on you know, the clock and they're not looking um, because they... Meaning you are one of those people. And we know a lot of people. Yeah, like and the thing is, it's not that I'm not looking. It's like I just don't, I'm not looking seriously. Like I am dating. I've, I date people all the time, but it's not a priority. My priority is work, fitness, family, friends. If someone wants to come into my life and be part of it and enhance my life, that would be great. Uh, if someone gives me peace and calm, which we talk about, is probably the most important thing. And one of our friends who had a breakup said the same thing. Like, after that relationship, the thing that matters most is peace and calm in the home, like living with someone uh, and someone who's like a support system, not someone who's like always fighting with you. I love that. There's nothing like a peaceful home. And you have the most you have the most peaceful of, home. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I married my husband, where we're just living a very peaceful life. I don't like screaming. I don't raise my voice. I don't like doing any of those things. And I wanted to be with someone who didn't do those the only well. screaming should and be I from think... your friends yeah exactly <laughs> spiral with your friends <laughs> but uh i love that i i love that and i think i have to agree we're living in a time where there's a lot of male bashing so much so that the good guys are not out there they're they're not dating. Yeah. And I think it's it's not just the dating apps. I think like even, you know, a guy going up to a girl at a bar, there can be some backlash. Like they can be called a creep. I've seen that in videos where guys, you know, back in the day when I was like 22, your fe- it was a fear of rejection. That's not a thing anymore. People get rejected. All- I get rejected by women all the time. All of our friends do. The very good looking ones do too, by the way. It's, uh, yes. it's now the fear of being labeled a creep and a weirdo. Just for like going up to someone in public and saying something. And now you're like, I'd rather not do that. You know? I agree. Um, girls could also be more approachable, I think. 
yeah, I always had resting bitch face, like, don't come talk to me. And you know what? You that's the energy you put out. That's what you're gonna get. No one's gonna talk to yeah. you. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's it's kind of like, oh, men are terrible. Okay, we're not gonna come to you. You need to like attract what you want. It's like, don't say all men are bad. Say that there's a nice guy out there and I'd love to attract that guy, and then he'll come to you. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Thank you so Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.